The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hey, everybody. It's Brian, the editor. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. This guy again? Where's Miles? Where's Jack? Where's my boosties? Well, if you just calm down for a second, I will tell you. Okay, so... What had happened was that uh, Miles Jack and Jabari did so good at basketball camp that they got invited to LeBron James's birthday slash New Year's party. And uh, I'm gonna be honest, they're still recovering. So in the meantime, I compiled uh, a greatest hits, if you will, from the past year. And uh, don't you dare call it a clip show, okay? These are treasured memories that we all share. Um, enjoy. Watching his workouts, like you really do get to get a feeling that you're like getting to watch him build his game like brick by brick. And watching his workouts, I mean, that, that's something that people like show up hours early for the game to watch. But like I, that was something I could have used more workout footage. Like just like watching him like do that thing where he like bounces off one foot and does like a step back that covers five feet and then like nails a three like that. That was so fun. I could, I could watch that for hours. Like that, I could have used more just him casually making like three quarter court shots. Um, just because that that's a, a unique superpower that he has. Did you notice at one point they, he was just casually shooting the half court left-handed three pointers, like just, just to do it and sinking them. Like right. during that workout, at one point in the footage, he's just like, "Okay, let me just do it. Shoot, shoot a couple of lefties." Just ridiculous. Yeah, I think part of the trick of the movie is covering up the fact that this this man has an actual superpower <laughs> and has since he was a child. Like, 
Yeah, being able to make threes with your left is no joke. Have you seen his golf swing? Like, it's just the most mm-hmm. perfect. Like, it's better looking than any golf swing that you've seen on the PGA Tour. It's so beautiful. Well, I mean, that's not, that's just until Chuck comes up. Sorry. Yeah, what's, yeah. what's really crazy, too, and I was talking to this, I was talking to my boy about this, and to be clear before I say this, I'm not a LeBron hater. I know there's a lot of LeBron haters out there. I am not a LeBron hater. But you could argue that Steph changed the game in a way that LeBron did not. LeBron is amazing, but it's not like he's the first tall point guard. You know, like we've seen magic before. Um, He's an elite athlete to the level that we've never seen. But when LeBron started playing, I wasn't like, oh, I've never seen this. Like he reminded me of Scottie Pippen. You know what I mean? It was like, okay, big point forward, athlete, two-way player, elite defender. But I've seen that, not on LeBron's level, but I've seen it. Steph, like, he, th- there's a reason the NBA is played the way it is now. And it was because the Warriors showed teams what spacing can do. And that's when now everybody has to shoot threes. Everybody has to clear out. To me, that's traced back to Steph. And like, oh, we have to guard this guy as soon as he crosses half court. And then the space that creates everybody else. And yeah, it's insane that he started off as this, like, could he even make a team? Right. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, he, I feel like he changed the game more than anyone since, like, Lou Alcindor, <laughs> like, whoever, <laughs> like, like, everything changed. And then, you know, Kareem comes in, everybody is, like, being center-oriented, and then for, all, like, decades, that's the, that's the plan, you gotta do that, and, like, he's completely reoriented everything. I will say, as, as a LeBron lover, when he went against Detroit, Early on, I forget what year it was in his uh, career. I think it was like second or third year. And then like was just getting to the rim on the best defensive team in the league every single time. That to me felt like, oh, we are witnessing something that is different than I've, I've seen anyone do at this level. Like in, in like we, I've seen people go to the rim and dunk. I've not seen it be like this consistently. Just he can get to the rim and dunk with both hands like every time was one of the craziest things, but it didn't reorient how people played the game and like game plan for the next season. Right. And that's all I mean. Like, yeah, again, totally. I, I'm, I'm tired of the LeBron hot takes. The guy has earned yeah. our respect. If you're a hoop head. Yeah. You can critique him all you want. That's what it comes with the territory of being an all time. Great. But yeah. enough, the guy, yeah. the guy's unbelievable. But again, I just, and you already said it. I, I just think Steph changed the way the game was played. It's, it's um, remarkable. It really is. Yeah. If, if you think about it, I mean, we can look at LeBron and uh, you know, as much as we want, we can't duplicate that. The belief that comes with, you know, like if you're a kid watching the game, you might, you know, think LeBron is incredible. You might think these, you know, the big guys are incredible, but all of a sudden you see this little guy, whether he's 6'2 or not, he's 6'2 and three quarters or whatever the case may be. You see this little guy out there just flinging it up and, you know, you know dipping in and somehow you'll, you know, you know, finding his way you know, like all over the court. And it's like, it, it's like, hey, I could probably do that, or I could possibly do that, even if I can't. So yeah. I, I totally understand that. And also yeah. the idea that you can add to your game. Like, yeah. just because you come into the league because of your one skill, which is shooting. I mean, I remember early in his career, they were like, Steph's not a point guard, he's a shooting guard. And you watch him now, breaking ankles, no look passes. I mean, he's not going to lead the league in assists, but he doesn't have to. Yeah, but he's a legitimate point guard. He's a legitimate three-level scorer, and he came oh. into the league as a three-point specialist. That's it. You know, you you can add to your game. 
Yeah. And it also makes you wonder, like, some of these guys that come in with more talent, it's like, is it a work ethic thing? Because you have access to the same shooting coaches. Like, to me, working on your jumper, like, guys that come to the NBA and never get better at shooting, I'm like, what have you been doing? Or, like, your free throw percentage doesn't increase at all throughout your career. I'm like, how is that even possible? Like, yeah. Yeah. At the end of practice, you just, you know, shoot 100 free throws or whatever. It's like, it's inconceivable, honestly. But I think there is a piece of Steph that is missing from this that is like, you know, KD, there's a good scene where KD comes to his, the celebration party they throw after, like, he breaks the all time, you know, it opens with him breaking the all time three point shooting record, you know, halfway through his career. Um, and then there's a party afterwards. KD shows up and he's like, I thought you were this little white kid when I met you like 10 years ago, I walked into a gym and there's this little white kid, like, but he's making threes from half court at that point. So like, I really think that there is a, like, it's not, it's like having touch from 60 feet is is like a a weird thing that we're just like, man, he must've practiced that a lot, but it, it does feel like that is something that we don't necessarily think about as like a inherent ability, but it is like something that he has and has had like from early yeah. on. He's yeah. got to have like, he's got to have like um, the most elite depth perception Truly. and hand-eye <laughs> coordination in the league. Yeah. And, that, that, and that's that people don't talk about that. Hand-eye coordination is a big one. You can be an elite athlete and not yeah. have that. Yeah. Well, that one workout that they showed, you know, right before the shooting, where he's doing like the two tennis balls, he's catching, he's he's crossing over, catching a tennis ball, throwing it with the other hand, all of that type of stuff. Where while I I, I get it, like there are people that can do that, he's doing it. At, he's doing it with such ease. It 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 makes sense that he can do these things. It yeah. really does. And, and those are the those are the skills that I think you know your average fan doesn't notice. Right. It's the same thing with LeBron. It's like you look at LeBron, you see this elite athlete. You know, the, the quickness, the jumping, the strength, but it's the mental processing. Like everyone who's ever played with LeBron is like the guy just sees the game differently. Yeah. I think Steph is, Steph is, it's it's one thing to be able to stretch the floor like that. It's another to be able to say, okay, guys have to guard me at half court. So here's what that does to the defense. So I'm thinking two steps ahead. I'm going to whip it to Draymond and I'm going to cut and I'm going to come out the other side. Because they're so spaced out, I'm going to get a shot on this wing. Like, he sees the game in that LeBron level. I'm a couple steps ahead of all of you. And I'm aware of what me being on the floor does. Yeah. I know how to use it. And that's like that's like the evo- the next step, right? Yeah. It's it's cool. Uh, like, basically, no notes for this documentary, though. I, totally. I think people should go check it's it awesome. out, uh, especially 100%. if you're a Steph skeptic. Or even another example, if you'll indulge me with another example... It's like when Shaq added passing. It's like once Shaq became aware, every time I touch the ball, three guys are going to come running at me. And Shaq started being able to hit those no-look passes. That You know, Arvidas was like that. Like, oh, yeah. It's just like a different, obviously, yeah. Jokic now. But it's like being aware of your impact on the defense and then what to do about that, I think, is a different evolution. And yes, I agree. This documentary is unreal. So good. Yeah. Hey, speaking of things that people should go watch... That's wild that the Suns versus Spurs is a one of the big matchups we were looking forward to. But I, was, I know I was checking of, for it. Of course, we want to see Wemby, we want to see KD, we want to see just some. We just want to see what it looks like, what these sort of matchups begin to look like. Uh, and it did not disappoint. Uh, I mean, at least in ter- like there were some great moments. It was a thrilling end to the game. Uh, I think I think the neutrals definitely won uh, that one. Watching along, uh, yeah. 
Um, Jameson, I do want to just note, because one of the other things I pointed out, or I, I put out there, was Wembenyama for Depoy yep. uh, as, as a possibility deep in the summer when he <laughs> was like in the 20s. Like he, he was, you know, the 20th best odds for that. Yep. Uh, he is now seventh uh, for defensive player of the year. Um, even though it, it does like his numbers haven't been gaudy, but it does feel like there is a gravitational force and teams are having to, um, play, you know, do drills with a person who has stilts on and broomsticks on their arms, uh, <laughs> in order to just like get, get their mind around what it's like to play basketball when he's on the court. Um, so I am excited about that. I'm, a, I'm excited. First of all, just all around about Wembenyama, but second of all, uh, about him potentially making me look smart and his name starting to get involved in the depoy race. I mean, it's not necessarily stats with him. It's also going to be impact. That's why like, we have to watch the basketball games. That's why yeah. I'm impressed that, you know, everyone watched the Suns Spurs last night because Suns were up like 20 plus at the time. I think in the third quarter, if I'm not mistaken. And then the yeah. Spurs gradually came back and ended up stealing a game that they're probably should have a foul call, but it wasn't. But it is what it is. That, you know, who cares at this point? Yeah. Uh, with that being said, though, uh, you have to watch Wimby. And the reason why is because there's certain things he makes players do that normal people cannot, don't have the same effect. He will make guys either pass it early or try to make plays they normally don't make. So when that happens, it's usually an error of some sort. So that's where it's like, man, he may not get the block or the steal, but he's causing players to do things they're not comfortable in doing, or he's causing guys to rush and get out of their own pace. And there's a lot to that. And when they get better players and when they get a better defensive system, he's going to win the player of the year because the stats will come. But he's, I mean, he's amazing. Like he's really amazing. He's nowhere close to scratching the surface. Either. That's the, the beautiful part. Yeah. Like he's so far away, but defensively, I know we talked about it in the summer, they were like 40 to one or 38, somewhere, somewhere in that range, which is really high. I think now it's like what, 10 to one or 14 to one. So yeah, it, yeah, it's in that range. So yeah, you just having equity in your bet from two months ago is huge. And there's a, there's a legit possibility if he plays 65 games that he win the award. There's a honest pathway that happening. Not saying it's going to happen, but there is a way of it happening. Yeah. It's good value. And I'm glad that I did not take that bet. Um, but <laughs> I, I know people who did, so I'm happy if, if anybody makes money off of, uh, my lucky guess, um, <laughs> some of Wembenyama's stats though, like the, so he has 29 points on 12 of 15 shooting. So we, we've talked a lot about his defense and, you know, his, there are these flashes of brilliance on offense, but I, I didn't realize like he was really closing games strong. He's 29 points on 12 of 15 shooting in the fourth quarter through the first four games of his NBA career, yeah. um, which makes him the most efficient scorer of 84 players who have at least 10 field goal attempts in the final frame uh, this season. It's very impressive. And, and they're going to him. Like the only thing I don't like is that at times it feels like his teammates are freezing him out, which is wild because he's the best player on the team already. Yeah. But, um, but they should be featuring him every time down the fourth quarter, like every time he's hitting the ball wherever he wants it. Cause he is the best option. Whether it's a jumper, whether it's a dunk or layup, whatever it is, he should at least touch the ball before anyone else gets a touch. But with that being said, he's delivered this first week been very impressive outside the Clipper game because they got blown out. But every other game, they he's been very impressive. And like I said, he's not even close 
to being what he's going to be, which is very scary because right now he's a huge problem. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Durant said the same thing. Basically, he was like, it's like this guy's just getting started and it's only going it's going going straight up from here. Yeah, the point you made about like looking like he's getting like frozen out or something. I don't, I don't think it's like getting frozen out, but like it just feels like people aren't ready to defer to him at all on that team and may, where maybe they should be. And I, it's hard for me to determine, is it because I just want to see him have the ball every time? <laughs> right. Like it, like I'm a, a parent watching their kid and be like, get, get him the ball. Give That's it to Victor. Yeah. Yeah. But it does. I don't know. It does feel like they could be looking for him a little bit more. Um, I mean, like there's plenty of game. I'm sure maybe on some level, psychologically, it's like, you can slowly increase the burden, but yeah, I mean, every time you see him with the bar, you're like, I think it's going to, okay. The jump shot is wet. Okay. Could also be, could also be conspicuous decision on the Spurs part to be like, if you're not putting him hit, putting him in any of, but the best of positions to score in crunch time, right. like then he's going to shoot 12, 15. And so they're, you know, trying to build his confidence and create ease for him where he can like kind of step in uh, and feel the flow as opposed, you know, so may, maybe that's a conscious decision by pop and, sure. and their staff there. It's another monitoring his minutes. I'm just glad they're not just playing him in the first and third quarter and letting him sit the bench in the fourth. I'm glad they're actually letting him play the last six to eight minutes in the fourth quarter where the big game actually matters. Cause a lot of times you'll see guys on minute, minutes restriction and they'll play in the third quarter and they'll be set up the whole fourth. And they're like, what is good as that? But obviously it's pop yeah. first. They know what they're doing. This is, I don't know, the whole, the last, what, day, three days, there's just been obscene amounts of scoring. We were talking yeah. about the amounts of high scoring game or, you know, individual performance of there, there have been. I just want to read a stat just to kind of set the backdrop to, you know, on top of everything we've seen, like with Luca or uh, Donovan, LeBron, you know, uh, Joker. In, okay, so in the 2000s, the entirety of the 2000s, there were only nine 60-point games from players. Wow. <laughs> in the 2010s, in the 2010s, there were 11 60-point-plus games from players. <laughs> so far, we've already had nine 60-point games in the 2020s, and we're in 2022, or That's just crazy. entering 2023. And we've had nine already. Well, what, so, is, what is that from? Is that just from the three-point shot becoming such a so much more relevant what, yeah, or my, what my take on this is so dumb it's just like yeah they're really good at making shots they're, yeah they're shot they just... it, like <laughs> that you hear like nba like zach low people be like the shot making is really off the charts it's like yeah they're they're good at shooting they're good at making the ball in the basket and they're yeah. getting more points <laughs> it turns out when you add them up the numbers are a lot higher than last time are higher than I, that. yeah i don't know if it's like i think also too we were talking with jabari our super producer you know as the game evolves and you know, the refereeing tends yeah. to benefit higher scoring. I think we're just kind of seeing like the the byproduct of those sort of small tweaks, you know. Well, more more threes and then more people being able to draw that extra free throw. I mean, not that that like that just maybe has a cumulative effect. But I mean, that that's been one of the harder things to like to officiate to get cleaned up is just that foul on the three. The way that they like Steph Curry for it, like that the way that he's always able to draw that um <laughs> Those three free throws. I mean, that's adds up, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you know how it is. The three's been around since the '80s. I mean, they're they're just they figured out. Oh, that's that's a lot of points. 
We should yeah. we should do that. And the efficiency that people are doing it. Like Donovan Mitchell's seventy one came on oh, thirty like low thirties field goal attempts, and it was like the least of anyone in the top thirty five. And didn't he assist on like ninety four of the points? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninety nine like, of the points. He was either direct. He was directly responsible. I for. mean, that is absolutely. Who's had a better game than that? Like Will Chamberlain, maybe Kobe. Yeah, Kobe. Chamberlain. 80, 81. Kobe. Yeah, right. Kobe. But that, this was the, this was the like the highest scoring game since Kobe. Oh yeah, really? Wow. Yeah. I remember when the Kobe game happened. I didn't watch it, but I was at the gym. Bally's humble brag. Okay. The following day, things were wow. good. Things were Literal good. Literal flex. It was the seventies. Yeah. Things were yeah. fine. Yeah, I was going to say, how many valleys the are 70s. left? There's, there's not many. That's how long ago this was. But I mean, I remember I heard a guy say it, and I was like, "Now you you have something wrong. Like there's a, there's a detail you have wrong in how many points he scored." Right. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it seems like an error. And same yesterday. It's, it's ninety nine. Yeah. yeah. And then what? Like Luca, sixty, fifty. Another 50 on the last 10 days as of this recording. Like, uh, uh, sure. Yeah. yeah Lucas was <laughs> historic because he had 20 something boards. We're, we keep seeing that, like, the, in the Donovan Mitchell game, also, there was like an intentionally missed free throw that, like, saved the game for them. Like, it, it does feel like there's a glitch in the matrix. Like, so the, whatever video game we're, we're watching them play, the, it's just stuck on, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on demo mode. mode or whatever yeah. yeah yeah someone's putting in the code that before at the loading screen before the game starts and they yeah. figured out how to make it uh constantly on fire but yeah i mean i think it also you know goes to your point jack like in jabari's in the chat saying like it is a you know a confluence of things just like the game's progressive people's skill sets are just getting more and more like next level and people have are just so multifaceted now and shooting is just like we're seeing like i remember at the you know a few weeks ago we're like why is everyone shooting so well this year already yeah i still have the same question it's yeah. it's wild they i think they've been practicing i don't like i don't yeah. like mm. <laughs> i will not I allow just... it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then what what didn't the the warriors went to double overtime and, and clay put up 50 50, 50 and what was the, the final was like 150 to whatever yeah <laughs> It was, yeah, 143 to 141. I mean, that is absolutely crazy. Yeah. By the way, the Wilt Chamberlain, because we were talking before we started, like, are we going to see another 100-point game? Like, it it feels possible now. It just feels like the shooting is so next level. Uh, The shot making, trademark, uh, is just so next level. And I don't know, like, Luca Luca feels like a good candidate for it. But Wilt Chamberlain's 100-point game, his team put up 169 points. So that's, you know, that's not, crazy. not a lot of teams doing that these days, but. And here's a dumb question. I, I have no clue, but was that, were, was that game in overtime at all? No, I don't think so. I think that, that is, was... I mean, that is <laughs> just, what are you, I mean, you can't go to another game if you go to that one. You're like, I'm done. I'm retired. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Put my jacket up in the round. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm not doing this again. Why? <laughs> I tried to take my wife to another game. She said. Yeah. The guy didn't score 100 points again. 130, 120. Let's get our money back. (laughs) This is terrible. Oh, yeah. Um, Also, too, like the other thing before we take a break, the the Nets also have been on an absolute tear since December 4th, 12 straight. Yeah. And they're 16 and 1 going back to late November. 
And I just said, man, the highlights of uh, last night were also, oh, man, I don't know. I didn't have as much faith. I don't know. We'll have to go back to the predictions episode. Maybe I did predict this. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, we should we'll go back to the predictions episode. Sure. Yeah. yeah. We did a predictions episode, and then we revise it every week, Gareth. As, you as have to do that. Something happens. Yeah. yeah. That's how, well, you, what are that's we how do? you stay Be accurate. Wrong? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's the only other option. Yeah, yeah. and all, for, all you, for all you listening, go back to the episodes. We actually change every single episode if you go back. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's, that is what Skip Bayless does. Skip Bayless has said everything once, and so he was always like, I've been telling you forever. Yeah. Like, now he's like a LeBron <laughs> fan. I'm like, how have you pivoted? Right. How have you been able to pull this off? Pull the tape up from 2002. For nonstop. Like, right. can't win. But the league's definitely more fun when the Nets are good, and the Nets are yeah. absolutely... On a tear. I was wondering, like, because this does feel like, are we seeing the same thing that we saw with the Celtics last year where they were, like, kind of subpar for a little bit of the season and then put it together? But I, w- I was like, how many, what was the most the Celtics won last year? And nine was the most they won in a row. So 12, 12 is pretty, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty crazy. I know the Suns did it at one point, 17, I think, last year. But the Nets, are, the Nets are just fun. I don't know. KD's so fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even Kylian Mbappe was uh, in the house watching, being like, "Oh, he's très magnifique at le basketball." <laughs> there was this one shot where, like, Katie just, you know, hitting an easy jump shot or whatever, and like the way Kylian Mbappe, the soccer players on the sidelines, he was like rubbing his mitts. He's like, "Woohoo!" Yeah, yeah, so good. Maybe he so- just like doesn't know that scoring's much more common. You know, like, <laughs> this, is, this is crazy. <laughs> Every time someone puts up, no, yeah. qu'est-ce que c'est? Qu'est-ce que c'est? He had, <laughs> he had 30 hat tricks. <laughs> you tell yeah, him the Will Chamberlain stat, yeah. his head just pops in a confetti. Yeah. <laughs> it went in Pape. <laughs> All right, uh, let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back right after this to talk about some other outstanding performances right after this. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources like many of us you might think identity theft will never happen to you but consider this there's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the u.s that's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of new york los angeles and chicago combined Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. 
That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. And we're back. We're back. Does everybody just want to take a turn saying it as Trump? Miles, I think you had the best one before we started recording. Well, we love him, don't we, folks? Victor Wembanyama. <laughs> uh, yeah, that felt all right. I think I did a better <laughs> right. one in the warm-up. Oh, yeah. better, um, I was better in the warm-up, but hey, it is what it is. This, uh, so this Miami <laughs> game, like every, every, every preseason game feels like an event. Unlike sure, anything yeah. I've ever... I'm I'm typically kind of a don't get too excited by the preseason um person just because mm-hmm. I've because my my team just uh the, for the past few years has been the 76ers and so it's just like I can only take so much you know I can right, only right, right. invest so much of myself into that team um but this is the, like I I can't think of a time when I've ever been this excited about every preseason game um and so the, the Miami heat, like, I don't know. I feel like I know all of these highlights now, like by heart, like I, all the, all the blocks, like some like where oh, you can that, test with one Euro hand step from the, th- yes. like basically the three Without point putting the ball on the floor as a seven yeah. foot five guy, like on the yeah. break. Come on, man. What? Yeah. That one was wild. He's not shooting great from three. He is blocking. I really think he's, whether they give him defensive player of the year or not, I think he is going to affect more shots than any. And it, this is crazy. Like yeah. I've gone from being like, I've got this crazy idea that he could be defensive player of the year to be like, it's a given. This guy's going to be defensive <laughs> player happening. of the year. And um, I was saying like, even without maybe the stats, I have like, it's like what everyone's been saying. Even when we first saw him and at summer league, where it's like, he's just going to change the subconscious of offensive players. You could yeah. just see it every time the other team has the ball and he's in there. Like they're just... Like you, you can see that they're worried about where he is and like not taking shots they normally would take. And like even in that first preseason game when he only had one block, it was like the one 
the one time that somebody was willing to shoot with him around was when they thought they had beat him by like five yeah. steps and they right, had exactly. beat him by five steps and he still blocked them. Yes, so like, that, that, that Jalen Williams blocking us. Okay, see, I yeah, never exactly. quite saw anything like Jalen literally put him in a spin cycle. Like there was, yeah. there was a point when Wimby's back is turned to a driving Jalen Williams and yeah. he takes like two strides and punches the <laughs> shot out of bounds. And it I've seems seen like, like it. it seems like Miami in a, in a couple ways were like, all right, guys, like don't don't let it get in your head. Like he's not going to block everything. You're just like, and they were taking shots that they normally would have taken if there was a seven footer on the court. And he was blocking them at like, like one of them was kind of like a, a floater that he blocked at the peak of the ball's like arc in the air. Like right. it, I was like, is that goaltending? I don't know. Like I've <laughs> never seen someone block it at that point. <laughs> yeah. It's he, how, what's his wingspan? Eight feet. His wingspan is eight feet. <laughs> his wingspan is eight feet. Like, I guess I, I guess I had heard that, but like to see it in motion is a whole other thing. Yes. And yeah. hands straight up. It looks like he's like got a nine, seven, nine, eight reach when you, it, you know, yeah. measure it that way. Or it looks like, like when someone's yeah working with like a shooting coach and they have to, they use like a broom to simulate like a, yes. like a defender, except he's like holding two brooms. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. like, like that's what the length looks like. I'm like, is that serious? Like, I feel like he's going to, first of all, the Cornette contest is now a, a legitimate, like, you know, the, <laughs> the thing we always talked about last year, the Luke Cornette from the Celtics would like stand in the lane and just jump while someone was taking a three. Right. And it would be distracting. And like people, you know, it's the same like Shane Battier used to cover people's eyes as they were shooting and like it right. affected their shooting percentage more than like you might expect. Like. I feel like when Beyond might like accidentally block some of those shots just from the lane. It like do, doesn't make sense, but like that's the feeling you get. Yeah, completely. I mean, are you, are, are you, I'm guessing you seem excited, Dragonfly. Like, are you, I know a lot of people, again, other people are doing this with Wemby. It's preseason, man. That's the, the preseason man guy. Like, it's right there. Come on, preseason man guy. It's, it, this He's is actually, real. It, a lot of people don't know that, but his cousin is the one defense guy. guy. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. By marriage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they, you, can tell, you can tell they yeah. spend a lot of time talking to each other. They with joined the hater kingdoms. <laughs> yeah. What about defense? And it's only preseason man guy to <laughs> create. That, I, I am super excited about this, dude, because um, the one play that made, made me literally drop my phone in disbelief, like what? I, I was watching on my bed. Yes. And I, I yep. dropped my phone in disbelief, like what did I just watch? When yeah. he dunked on Thomas Bryant from outside the restricted area. And I want to be clear Bryant. to the listeners, he didn't jump from outside the restricted area. His entire body yeah, was is outside, outside the restricted, the restricted area. area when he dunked. When he dunked on Come somebody on, who, man. who is also standing outside of the restricted area. Like Bro. Thomas Bryant's feet are Tom, all, like right at the edge of the restricted area, and he dunks on him. Like, so he's <laughs> what? And, and Thomas he's, Bryant, this six foot ten NBA player, is like, what just happened? What What do y'all expect me to do with that? And bro, yeah. we, we're with you. What can you do with that? Here's Bassey with the cell, rocketing down the lane, handing to Wilbur. Jack Henderson in. Whoa! He's showing us everything. 
with the left hand. Mm-hmm. The right-handed, right over the shoulder of Thomas Bryant. Now, thank you. It's like a. It was like a like a old Looney Tunes cartoon. It is like one Wiley of the Kyle, best. He's like the heck? It was the Space Jam dunk, man. The dunk that MJ yeah. won, the, won the game with those Space Jam <laughs> with the super uh, extendo. Thomas yeah. Bryant's performance in this moment is one of my favorite performances. Like just like it, if you could give an Academy Award to somebody, yes. like not that he's acting, but just like everything about his what he's doing with his body and face is so perfect. And he just, didn't even have like the opportunity to act like you know, have his ego be like, okay, that's just shake it off, shake it off. You know, like most play- players and they get absolutely posterized. They're like, okay, keep it moving. Don't, don't acknowledge the L you just yeah, took. Yeah. He is so sincerely confused. Like, it's yeah. almost like it's half like looking at his teammates, like, Hey, why'd y'all let him do that to me? Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And then also him fully just like, like, like he's like a, a human should not be able to do this. Yeah. If there's that element of it too. It's like the best breaking of the fourth wall since, um, Andrew Bynum <laughs> laughed at us, laughed with us when, uh, when Blake dunked on Powell. Y'all remember that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's going to yeah, like he John Krasinski's taking notes from the office. Yeah, he spikes the camera like Jim in the office. Like, uh, it's really amazing. He's like, shell shocked. Like, it's like, it's remind me like Tom, Tom Hanks in the beginning of Private Ryan. Where he's like, Duh. what? Yeah. Like, he's like, not yeah, even man. hearing the crowd. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That like high pitched whine. I do like. I think we need to think uh, seriously about making Thomas Bryant our patron saint of uh, the business decision. Because not yeah. that not that he like really had an option there. Like, yeah, he, he didn't have a chance to make a business decision. But his reaction to being posterized was. Like he he was martyred so that others could live, so that others could yeah. learn. Maybe this ain't this might not be the guy to try it with. <laughs> but what do you do? Like so I don't you know. have to block him I mean, out. He stopped him outside the restricted area. Like it was supposed to be jump hook time, not yeah. dunk, not slam dunk time. Now he's like, oh, watch this, young man. Let yeah. me just put that in over your head. <laughs> I was like, let me get right by you. Okay, thank you. Yeah, going the other oh. way. It's like, it's truly, yeah, his confusion, I think, embodies everyone. That's why I'm like, when people are trying to throw cold water on, I'm like, y'all, he's leaving players on the court confused and disoriented right. by his size and what he's doing. Like, that to me is the greatest indicator of like, everyone be like, okay, so this is a problem. Yeah, this is not um, good. What do we do now? Because I don't even know. Like, wh- wh- where is this going? But yeah, not everyone, you know, when they get those, it's time to decide, do I get out the way or maybe jump up with somebody and can contest this dunk? I think there, there could be a plenty of poor business decisions this season. The mid-range game is, Super Producer Jabari was calling out, the mid-range game is like really crazy right now. Like, and, and right. by the way, he can dunk from the mid range. So <laughs> like that, that I'm including that, <laughs> but that's in the mid range. Truly, bag. like his mid range jumpers and like just it's beautiful. F- footwork, it really is beautiful. And like, it, yeah. it, it's like like we haven't seen a seven foot guy, you know, move the way like that with the in the mid range with the with the mid range, you know, jumpers and all that. So it's like KD, like that's what he reminds me of when I see that. Yeah, yeah. for real. Except seven five, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like unbelievable bro it's un yeah i can't i mean i just can't wait to just see every single game now because i'm just feel like i'm seeing new kinds i'm we're seeing the sport evolve in like it's minor ways but we're we're definitely at the dawn of something very new and I, that's that's all we want as fans you know what i mean just keep mm-hmm. it exciting and keep elevating and oh no here we are the ant-man came with 44 6 and 4 versus the rockets 
And th- this brings us to our uh, best and worst business decision of, of, the of, week. of the week. Yeah, some real business decisions were made. We also have to go back in December to analyze another poor business decision or great business decision. But who would you like to start with? Mr. Anthony Edwards? Yeah, Dr. let's talk Mark about Anthony Green Edwards. ER? He, uh, he dunked on Al Shingoon in a way that seemed premeditated. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think it would qualify as a first degree. Oh. I gotta say, Shengers, my man. You this gotta is... jump a little bit more than that. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit more. You're going you're trying to you're trying to rise up with Anthony Edwards. You gotta give me a little more than like a very light like volleyball block yeah. type elevation. <laughs> but I get it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? I like I like his attempt at verticality there. Yeah. He, exactly. He, it was that. And he got used. Anthony Edwards used him to like, you know, he was like th- it was like a pommel horse a little bit, you know. And just pushed up a little bit because when you see like the start of his jump, he's jumping from like inside the circle, like uh, under the free throw line, mm-hmm. and then just like kind of grabs him and like pushes a little bit, uh, and then violence ensues. Yeah, it's just oh yeah. When you slow it down like that, it no, Ooh, no. just that. Like right when it's about to go in, you're like Shengers, my man. Yeah, poor business decision there. So yeah. He got caught twice, right? It was twice in yeah. the same game. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, the second one was with both hands, and it just seemed, um, yeah, it, it was just like he was like, "Oh, I, I now recognize that this man is not fun- functionally. This man is not here, so I can just do this. I can just go <laughs> through him with the ball and dunk on him." Right. And sure enough, not as sharp as it need to be defensively. Shengers. <laughs> on his head. Big Shengi, my man. Yeah. Sir, you got you gotta look out below. You know. This was, man it, is it was coming. Float, though he floated on that. Yeah. Dude, yeah. With the two hands. Look at that. It's body oh. and yeah. Shengers, you gotta get up, my man. And he's looking back. Like, don't yeah. look back. Just run the Wait, other way. did he make that? Did it go in? Ah man, that's that's gonna be oh, man. a good highlight for him. And look at Anthony Edwards' body position on <laughs> the rim with his leg all up. He's like he he just had a party in your in your house right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. But you know, again, but you love to see it. Like you know, he wasn't shying away. Uh, which... Yeah, I do love to see it, Miles. I I, I <laughs> also do. we're still looking for nominations for the person who could be no, known as business decision. The way that like you know some people like call it AD street clothes. With this is somebody we want to call business decision because. They're very smart about the way they get out of the way when someone's about to dunk on them. Um, right. Who who has the best moves when it comes to making uh, a smart business decision? Uh, we have the opposite of that in in a from last month. Yeah. With Landry Shamit. Landry, it, look, it was a tough go. He he goes for a game winner. It's not to be, and then Aaron Gordon, he's coming. He's he's coming for you, sir. And you got to decide. You got to make a business decision. Do you want to be on a poster? Do you go up, possibly injure yourself terribly? Uh, we'll just see how this one played out. Didn't so make misses. the shot. Here, comes Aaron Gordon. Here he does. Aaron come. Gordon's coming in. Oh, Shamit! No! Shamit, you could have got real hurt there. <laughs> and are they calling that an offensive an foul? Offensive foul. There's no challenge. But they didn't. It ended up counting. Yeah, they they it got challenged Jeez. and reversed. My man. 
he got dunked on then landed on twice right. that was, somehow that was like a wrestling move like off yeah. the top rope that was <laughs> just like hulk hogan leg dropped him or something that was wow i mean so, look at the way he, he tries it he tries to absorb this he's like you know what this is a screen but the way his spine curves when it makes contact <laughs> with aaron gordon i thought he was high jumping right here the way he's arching that back aaron gordon mad, is mad angular high jumping. you're right yeah <laughs> yes yeah 100 he is horizontal to the court then on the way down, his head is right underneath Aaron Gordon's feet, where like he could have errantly just landed, and I use that pun very uh, intentionally, uh, like straight on man's skull. But he yeah. like luckily was like, oh gosh, he's yeah. like, young man, you got to be careful, man. When I go up like that, I could have really hurt you. It's a poor business decision. He had to do it, right? So the yeah. the context of the game is there's less than a minute left uh, in overtime. You know, there's mere seconds. Shamit had just missed a shot down one then he comes down and it's a breakaway you have to put your body on the line what we are looking for from our candidate for uh the nba award of business decision uh nickname <laughs> award winner <laughs> is somebody who in a moment like that was like nah eh, it's not worth it <laughs> we're out you know, like you know try that would have been charge. the ultimate business decision games on the line and he's like i mean he's gonna dunk on me yeah, i don't so, i don't want that so do you want them to run away or is it when they jump and they're like no and they kind of just turn yeah like, yeah no, and just do oh, the, i guess what is more what would be more like i guess uh eye of the beholder like, you know yeah, you'll right. know when you see the the ultimate business decision like the supreme court says Warren, what, is, what do you think? You it. Is it is it just a back turn to be like, no, nah, I never, I never wanted a part of this dunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or is it a full on vacating full, the premises? It's a it's sprint. Like, it's a I'm sprint. Not Theatricality, like if they build an excuse in where they like go down to tie their shoe, you know? Oh uh, wow! They're like, oh no, I've slipped. Uh, right, or right, something right. like that. Nah, I, I'm. I think you're gonna get somebody who's gonna full on Forrest Gump out of that point, out of the paint. <laughs> like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, <laughs> just keeps running <laughs> right into the uh, right into the, the tunnel. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Or someone's just gonna pretend to like you know when you see sprinters and like uh, qualifying heats and stuff. Like sometimes they pull up lame when they know they're not gonna have like, yeah, a yeah, good yeah. race. This is ahead of me. Like, nah, I'm not gonna get cooked right now. Right. Someone just goes ah. Actually, no, 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 no. It's just like limps away to be like, oh, yeah. did I like have did a I clear two second uh, hamstring pull? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. But again, yeah. let us know uh, if you have a famous business decision from years past. Please put that on our radar because these are the kinds of things, these are kinds of issues we tackle on this show. Mm -hmm. Important issues. To your point about adrenaline, my dad was an NBA coach, and one time I had uh, a friend come with me to a game and. He came back to the locker room after it was a win and uh, Tony Batty was on my dad's team and uh, he, he went by Batman and my friend was wearing a Batman shirt and he was like, oh, hi, Ryan, I see you, my, my dad. And my friend was like, uh, look, I wore the Batman shirt like, you know, Tony Batty, Batman, what do you think? My dad said, I hate it. I think it stinks. And <laughs> it was like he'd never really like uh. met this guy before. It was just, and like he, I don't think he meant it. Like, I don't right. know what he meant, I guess. It's just something that my friend it, and like... I like still talk about, but it's like, I just don't think you are in your right mind after a game. Like the fact that I think about that often, like what the fact that like players have to go out there and like just yeah. answer questions that are then analyzed like the Zapruder film. Um, exactly. Yeah, it's tough. 
It's tough. I mean, like the last thing I'll say is like, if the most cynical reading of it is like, it was spot on, it was that simple. <laughs> and Spo's answer is like, you got caught serving like a store-bought cake at a dinner, like as if you baked it. No, Wait, is yeah. this a store-bought? Oh my gosh. You think this is a store-bought cake? <laughs> wow. That's something who doesn't know anything about baking would say. Yeah. Um, because no, that's this, the is, this is one of like, That's me. obviously the funniest um, possibility there, but Sadly, the most likely is probably just like he was agitated and he went a little. I mean, he went a little too. A little, a little hard. It was a little, a little too Yeah, much. it was I harsh. Just, you know how things are. I work for Bleacher Report. You know, you watch those press conference, you take clips out. Like, not that, like, I, as in my job, you know, I purposely make sure I'm not taking things out of context. But like, you can't just get embarrassed in press conferences anymore and like no one hears about it. You know, it's like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's right kind of embarrassing someone like that and then making its rounds online when like you know that it's about it's not the best but i mean it's nothing to like it's not a judgment on his character i mean like we've said it's a weird a weird situation yeah. um i think especially anything, she opened up saying this is probably oversimplifying it oh and gosh maybe maybe that made him feel comfortable to just be like yeah it is <laughs> oversimplifying it and we, we did talk about a clip earlier in the playoffs where somebody asked spo like so how do you plan on like covering randall and he had kind of a similar response, but like with, you know, probably 30 degrees less stress and anxiety and adrenaline, um, where he was just like, first of all, like he, he is an in incredible player and like, you can't just figure him out. Right. And second of all, if I had a solution, I definitely wouldn't tell you, <laughs> which That's I kind funny. of love that answer so yeah. i mean taken in that context like i don't know yeah maybe yeah. maybe he should have said that yeah but you I'm know sure. that's why like your point about your dad and the story and everything like that's why i personally have never been someone who like is mad when a player skips press availability that being said if they're doing it every single game like at that point it's you know a problem right. or even frequently but like after like a high intensity or high stress like situation it is okay in my opinion to be like i i can't do this right now i don't want to do this yeah. right now like <laughs> right, take right, the right. fine i mean who like what does that really affect me i wouldn't want to sit up there and answer questions after being embarrassed um yeah especially know. when the questions are sometimes like so that bad thing that happened where you like did your job bad like how did that feel? <laughs> yeah yeah that was like, bad, what, right what was going Sorry. through your mind and like yeah. just uh, you know, this is how you feed your family. Yeah. And, uh, a, a lot of people saw that, man. What, make you what panic? are your thoughts? Does that make you panic? Does that make you panic? Oh, my God. They could all be messing it up. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, all right. Let's should we, should we take a break. Yeah, let's take a break. We'll come back, finish up talking about just strategy in this series and then talk about Wembenyama. Wembenyama. Wow. <laughs> we're we we're enjoying French the, French, the French commentators <laughs> for sure. <laughs> The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources snag a job is where america goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over six million active hourly workers snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand tempt to hire part-time or full-time you name the position warehouse worker retail associate grocery store clerk fitness trainer baker stylist bellhop podcast producer yeah snag a job's got a worker for that with our easy to use platform you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard right snag a job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. And we're back and it is time for the fastest segment in podcasting. This is the rapid fire segment of Miles and Jack got mad boosties with Jabari Davis. Uh, Hold on, who, who got the most boosties of the crew before we get to this rapid fire? And what what is that cumulative boosty? Is it over forty inches combined? Combined, maybe. Okay, oh, yeah. forty five. What do we got? I could get net the last time I tried, which was like ten years ago. So yeah. I'm gonna add my fifteen to it. I'm gonna add my fifteen. Right, there we go. To whatever we y'all go. got, will get us over the hump. I think I can still get the back. wow okay it's sad my my 67 year old dad is going to do his birthday dunk next week um and uh he could jump higher than me so wow y'all shouldn't feel bad hey you know pop still got it though i i i actually look forward to those birthday dunk posts each year so but every year it's the same thing around this time it's oh man this year i talked to him a couple weeks ago like look you're gonna do it oh my hips are janky i don't i can't do it i've been i've been Working with the Buck staff, though, the medical team to try and get him right. <laughs> then I saw him on his birthday last week. He's like, yeah, we're doing the dunk. Like, I'm, I'm ready. I'm locked in. I'm like, wow. all right, man, we're going to see. Like, you know, be humble. All right, just be <laughs> humble. Get it in. I do have to admit that the net that I could reach was extremely long. It was it was one of the longest nets. That, <laughs> the eight-foot uh, basket? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I made sure of it. Uh, I'm banging out on the eight-foot, though. I don't even yeah. tippy. Oh, I can tippy toe that one. <laughs> yeah. My kid at my kid's school, they have a low a low basket that I just go there. I'm goaltending, dunking on kids. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, all right, Josiah, you've been here before. It's the fastest moment in podcasting. Uh, no thought, 
whatsoever given to these just to your instinct. We're going off instinct here. Y'all trying to get me packed up, but I'm ready. You know, Let's go. <laughs> what do you mean? It's like, dude, okay, I didn't have time to think about all that. Let's just get it. All right. Jabari, you start off. Here all right. We go. Josiah, if you, wait, are you sure you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I desperately want you to go first. Joe, who would you like to go for? I, 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 we just have to make sure. Hey, you, no, you got it, Jabari. Go ahead. Okay. All right. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Josiah, if you could bet on any fan base to make the in arena challenge shots, you know, the layup, the free throw, the three pointer, and the half court, which fan base or fan bases would you bet on? I'm going to go with the Lakers because I've seen it happen several times now. You know, Why okay. is that? Yeah, they're every, so good. The every time you can see Jeannie's face, and it's like, well, we don't have this bag to give y'all. Right? <laughs> These bags are tied up. Like, <laughs> can every we give time it happens, day? though, he's like, oh, damn, Matt Ryan gonna get booted. Or every time, you know, somebody, <laughs> yeah, somebody on that roster. like, you know, oh, no. <laughs> you know, he, he's smiling, but he's like, damn, all right, there, there's my walking <laughs> papers. But I think the Lakers fan base, I've probably seen the most hit the half quarters. And I forget what team it was, but they had the janky one where like they hit a half quarter and won like five hundred bucks. Five hundred dollars. Those are the Indiana Pacers. That's what made us come up with this question. <laughs> no, they like, want to do come like, on. for five hundred dollars, dog. That was that was our question. Is like, is it so commonplace? Is everybody just so, so pure, born with a basketball in their hand in Indiana that like it's they're just like, yeah, we'll, we'll give you five hundred bucks, whatever. That's fair uh, though. That, it yeah. is the Hoosier state. It is. Um, all right, dream scripted basketball movie to commit. You know, we just found out about Air. Uh, the the movie starring Matt Damon and Ben Affleck somehow about the invention of the Air Jordan shoe uh, that they didn't even cast anyone as Michael Jordan. He's just like a presence, a gravitational wow. black hole in the middle of the movie. Can, can yeah. we see a back of a fort, like a back of the head at least? Or? Back of the head, yeah. Like there's a, a shot in the trailer of the back of the head with him walking into the Nike offices and then... I, so I was like, who'd they get to play Jordan? Because you that that seems impossible, right? It's, He's just like so iconic. You can't get anybody. You can't cast anybody to play him. And they said they specifically didn't cast anyone. He's just this presence that they, they should have got Kevin Hart see. to play Larry Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's going to be Flex Alexander. There you go. Hey, the Michael Jordan Lifetime movie was one of the greatest things. <laughs> no, no names on the jersey. I mean, come on. How do you how do you not appreciate that beautifulness? Do you have a dream scripted basketball movie you want you uh, want to pitch? I would love to see a movie on. Uh, he's my favorite basketball player in the league right now, uh, representing the South Sudan. Uh, a man who has gone through trial tribulations, walking in the shadow of his father, who was another great baller, uh, none yeah. other than Bol Bol. I'd love to see a Bol Bol movie. Yo. This is a great idea or the, I mean the minute ball story, like you could use the perspective, like stuff that they use for Lord of the Rings. So, you know, (laughs) that, that would be very cinematic, very amazing. Flashbacks to bowl bowl, like that latest screen movie, but obviously done in a tasteful way. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. right. Jabari, you're up. All right. Keeping it going. We're going to play getting in or headed home in mid April. The Brooklyn Nets. The team is still nine games over 500. They hold a seven-game lead in the loss column over the current 10 seed with under 25 games left. Are they getting in or are they going home? Yeah, they're in the East. They're getting in. Yeah, they're getting in. Fair enough. All right, here's one. The Pelicans. Because many of us, you know, we anticipated a big year from New Orleans. Some were a little bit higher on them than others. Uh, But the team finds itself currently just a game and a half up on the 11 seed out West. And reports are that Zion could miss a good chunk in the remaining schedule due to re-aggravating his hamstring. Are they getting in or are they going home? Well, they might be at the crib, but, you know, I love Zion, love B.I., love that crew, love C.J. McCollum, and uh, 
you know, even what they did last year, trying to, you know, sneaking in to, to the plan. But I, might, I think I might be at, at the crib. Because mm. the Lakers are getting in. So somebody's got to right. go. Someone's got to go. Someone's got to, you know, look around, look to your left, look to your right. One of, one of them can't be there. Maybe both of them. So they got to the th- leapfrog the Thunder, the Blazers, the Jazz, which I think the Jazz are probably on their way out. The Warriors, the Wolves, New Orleans. I mean, who, who's gone? I, I can't figure it out. Like, this is going to be tough. Um, Hey, speaking of the Wolves, Anthony Edwards recently acknowledged a three-bag-per-day habit of hot Cheetos fries. What was your wildest eating habit when you were a young athlete like myself? So I I think about this often and and just what we were able to accomplish back in those days. But uh, a bag of chili cheese Fritos, and this is a regional thing. They do it, like in the South, they do it, but they turn the bag the wrong way. We like the bag straight up. But you can you do it with Doritos too. But you take the Fritos. You actually put some cheddar cheese, some chili in there. If it's a, a nice eclectic snack, snack yeah. shack, throw some onions in there too. But you could eat, you could eat one of those in a tiki punch and have enough energy to play like four or five games. <laughs> you were doing that before tournaments. Yeah, the amount of basketball I played with just hot dogs in my system, <laughs> just nothing but like you know those concession stand hot dogs, like the no smart water final janky. You know, you get like the, the hundred box of hot dogs. For yeah, like five yeah. bucks. Like yeah. No yeah. water, drinking soda all day. Yeah, water Hot dogs and chips. What was the wildest thing you witnessed diet wise? Did you ever like play with someone who was just like you know an amazing athlete despite the fact that they were surviving off of gummy candies? So my college teammate TJ Cummings, uh, son of Terry Cummings, but TJ could eat like a whole BJ's pizza, and I'm talking about like the bigger like you know big whole pizza, Ooh. like two two big pizzukis. You know what I mean? And within like <laughs> the Pazuki. Within wow. with like the big, you know, we used to finesse yeah. BJ's and Westwood back in the day. Oh, it's my birthday today. Like, you know, it's my birthday <laughs> probably about 65 times. Every time yeah. you go into BJ, because they had to give you a free Pazuki, then he would put a Pazuki on top of that. But he could take that down and still, you know, go out and drop 20 like like it was nothing. Wow. Amazing. I'm impressed by that of that alone. Two Pazukis beyond before the even without the pizza, the two Pazukis would have me done. Yeah, like you know, I've never seen human being able to eat like that. Like if I ate those two bazookies, you know, what I mean, if I if I looked at those two bazookies, I was gaining five pounds. So, <laughs> yeah. All right, Josiah. We ask everybody. I think I believe you've been here for one of these questions in the past, but Jack or Jabari? Well, one on one. You sure. got to pick. You. It's it's up to your interpretation. Jack got the NBA lineage, Jabari. So I'm I'm gonna be be wow. real. Like, yes. Yes. Uh, a great answer. Feather. Great Birds answer. Birds of a feather. I great see answer. This. He's getting I you see. on. Okay. I, uh, he, right. he, he was, he was reading. He was reading the almanacs back in the day, recalling colleges, <laughs> looking right. at play sheets, making corrections. What if you slide him over here? Like you know what I mean? So <laughs> it be your own. That's right. <laughs> Both from Cali. But oh, my bad. I forgot. I forgot what month we were taping this in. I forgot what month we were taping this in. Oh, oh exactly. Wow. I gotta, wow. I got to oh. give it to Jabari. Um, I got. I'm sorry. That's fair. I can't. You know. I got to. I got to be able to keep the car. You already know. But March 1st. You ask me again. March 1st. Hey. And the answer may be different. There we go. All right. Hey, we'll I have to have you back. I on. appreciate the reparations. Also, I was uh, as a kid. I I skipped Dr. J's last game playing against uh, my grandfather Jack Ramsey. I skipped his last game because Jaws 2 was on TV. So you, you had me wrong, by the way. That was fought, Stolen Valor when I was like six or seven years old. That's, that's what I was about. I was just a, 
I, I was not. I was not a basketball head when Jaws, I was a kid. Jaws two. Jaws two. Jaws two on to, cable. I skipped Doctor J's last game. <laughs> but this, this <laughs> is back in the day, though. We, when yeah. we didn't really have access like that. We didn't have That's streaming right. and all that, so we had to get it when we could get it. And, I mean, they know, electrocute I the dang shark. It's pretty cool. Keep it quick. Keep it right. Keep <laughs> it tight. Are you ready, Brian? Start the clock. Brian, I'm sorry he yelled at you. Me too. Brian's okay. He's, he played in a lot of bands, so his his hearing isn't great. That's why I do it. It's not, it's not anger. It's a volume thing. Okay. For a rapid round, you sure are wading into this slowly. Miles. Wait, so we're going to get to this hey, at some whoa, point. Whoa. Good Lord. What is okay, happening? You know what? Okay. No, you know what? I appreciate okay. that. I respect, I respect yeah. your game. I was not familiar with your game. I'm sorry about that. Okay. Here we go. Question number the first. Jabari, you go. Actually, Jabari, you go. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blake, are you ready? I just want to make sure. I'm ready. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Brian, you're ready? Brian, everybody's ready? Let's okay. hold. Let's get a confirmation. Wait, Can I you at least make put... sure. Gotta make... oh, Are oh, you oh, with oh, us? Sorry. Can you just put it in the chat? Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay. Blake, coming up first. I don't know if Brian's ready. Hold on. Oh, my man, my bad. Keep my this bad. Please keep this Okay. In. This okay. is the whole okay. show. This has always been the show. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're good. Mm-hmm. We're, we're good. good. We're good. Let's go. Okay. All right, Blake. Yeah. Give us your best hot take for this NBA season. I know it's already started, and you can kind of get away with cheating and acting like you made it at the beginning. Yeah. But give it to us now. Fire it off. Uh, the Wemby will not win Rookie of the Year. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. I like that. I don't think that body's going to hold up. I think he's going to miss some game. I hope he doesn't. I hope he's healthy the whole season. Oh, I just think. You, yeah. Okay. I, I think who's winning? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be Chet. Uh, it's I, I can't say because a lot of people are pitting, uh, picking. I, I guess Chet Holmgren is probably the second most favored, but um, the kid, not Barnt, Barnt, Brandon, Scotty Barnt, Brandon Miller. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, That's you heard it here first. Okay. Brandon Miller is winning. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Blake, are you know Philadelphia pretty well, don't you? I do. I do. How? Why? Why? I'm from. I'm from. I, I'm also okay. living here currently. Okay, yeah, fine, yeah, fine. fine. I guess I'll Place take that as well. a. I guess yeah. I'll take that as evidence that you know something That's about kind Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. How about this? One of these gotta go: the Philly cheesesteak, tasty cakes, Arita's water ice. Oof, you stuck the landing on the water too. I want tasty cakes out. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. guy or just go on. Or just overhyped. You just don't like the taste. Um. Of for me, I just think it's it's just what they almost killed Bill Clinton, and that's why. And I don't want to elaborate, <laughs> <laughs> but I will. He had, I think, he would have them flown into uh, D.C., and that's obviously not why. I just like yeah, the yeah, other yeah. things a lot more. For me, it's cheesesteaks, Ritas, and then tasty cakes. I was gonna say, like, I didn't know what else to put. To be honest, if I was, if I just can be transparent about how I was forming this question, I didn't know if to put like a, a hoagie mm-hmm. also, because obviously that's a that's a staple thing, or like a yeah. like one of like a roast pork. You know, I know that's another that's another right. thing you guys like out there. But I, okay, I'm glad. Unwarranted aggression. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that could be one. Do I want it to go or, or stay? hostility yeah. towards the members of your sports teams. One of the right. one of these Philadelphia staples has to go. Right, uh, okay, Blake, okay. I, Blake, I really appreciate your thorough answer there, but I yeah. got to be mm-hmm. honest with you. This is the rapid yeah, fire. That's round. right. Yes, this you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, you're yeah. right. it's, it's weird. The, it's supposed yeah. to be fast. Though. It's not Blake's breakdown. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, yeah, it's not the breakdown. Even you're though right. that's you know what? Let's pitch that. 
That's happening off mic. I'm I'm around. You can go back in time. Mm -hmm. You can permit either a. There's a. There's one right answer here. Okay. Yeah. You can permit either AI (laughs) or Philly Chuck to make a run with this particular squad. Which one are you choosing to take that ride? And don't get this wrong. It has to be AI. It has to be AI. Brian, Brian, cut his mic. Let's get the hell out of here. You're going with Barkley? I'm a a Barkley stand. So that it. Look, I'm telling you, I'm I'm with you, Blake. (laughs) I'm a Barkley stand, too. (laughs) It's just I. No one can touch AI. Also, Bubba Chuck is uh, one of AI's many nicknames. So I thought I'm like, wait, it's Philly Chuck. Do you want to call him Billy Chuck? Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> or AI? I, yeah, I'm no, you got it. Of Chuck when he was in Philly, the round bound of rebound, if you will. Yes, 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 yes. yes. yes and I will. All right. And 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 why AI? Why this? I believe his name is Alan Iverson. Sure, 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 sure. sure. Uh huh. He's been in the news. He to me. He has been, he had, uh, he's now, yes, the vice president of Reebok basketball, Alan Iverson. Mm-hmm. Um, congr- congratulations to him, which that is a cool story. I really like that a lot. Yeah. But AI is one of the most, I, I would say it's hard to find a more interesting athlete, not even just in basketball, than he is, where what he did bringing like, like to the culture in the NBA and how people hold him on a pedestal where I've never seen when you see him. Yeah, right, right. Okay, more on that later. We got to really keep this moving, Blake. Um, So the next question. So if you go back in history, uh, I believe the genesis of this was... (laughs) (laughs) We have to keep this moving because you are putting putting this... The lawyers are calling me right now. They're like, this is not rap. I don't want to get you in trouble. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Next one, next one. Um, If an alien came down... Mm -hmm. Right up to your door. Knock, knock. Guess who? You open the door and the alien's like, you need to prove you are a Sixers fan. I don't know how you prove this to me, but prove to me you are a Sixers fan or I am taking you away in this here spaceship. What do you do or say to show them, prove to them Mm -hmm. that you are in fact a Philadelphia Sixers fan? And they go, oh, okay. I, (laughs) Shavari's like, you flip them off. I would open my robe to reveal the fact that I'm wearing an Eric Snow jersey. And then I'd say, good day, sir. And I'd shut the door. Yeah. Honestly, the alien would say, all right, yeah, you got it. The like, yeah, wasn't right, there. Go. Yeah, yeah, I have a trip to go yeah, on. Yeah. Right. Second thought. <laughs> the Philly freezer. <laughs> second thought. You, you want my spaceship? I realize I'm not built for any of this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> shook yeah. to my core. <laughs> he tosses me the keys. They have keys. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Mazda. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep it going. You can take two players from all of history to create your special edition Mad Boosties NBA Jam team. Which two players are you taking? Beyond, you know, Charles Barkley, of course. Beyond Barkley, I'm taking the glove, Gary Payton, because he will get you the ball back. The the swipe, his ability to get steals. You can swipe from half court. they called him the glove. I called him the swipe. <laughs> um, I would go Iverson and then wait. Is there an? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. I meant I meant Gary Payton. Gary Payton. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I'm going Kemp too. Oh, I'm going to okay. keep it in the family. I'm going to keep it on the '90s. The, 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 they were so much fun right. to play with. What if I was like uh, Detlef Shrimp and Dirk Nowitzki? <laughs> That'd be <Yeah>. too jerk. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I would say, oh, I see what time. What I see what time it is. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, Rick Smith oh, and Marcus Hole. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> One of the good ones. Oh man. Okay. And last question. <clears throat> yeah. This is important, man. I want you to look us dead in our eyes when you answer this. Mm-hmm. Pick one, Jabari or Miles. Go right now. Go. go. Miles. <laughs> what does that mean? I'm going. Uh, I'm going Jabari because he books this. Hey, hey, there it is. I mean, it makes mm-hmm. sense to me. I don't. I, I don't know. I Jack mean, still catches strays out here. Look, look, look how replaceable this show is. Like other people on this show, Jack. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you can just have anyone come in, you know. Whereas, like Jabari, so, wow, yeah, anyone. So Jabari catching strays. Yeah. Everybody's catching yes. strays. Ah! Yeah, <laughs> no one's safe when the I'll street sweeper is out here. Miles was just available. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just open business. <laughs> wow. And I think I saw you say that what, the detail of you know your character and White Man Can't Jump Raymond sticking people up, but being you know, so somebody who hangs around there and is like six eight. Uh, seven feet. <laughs> he was, he's seven oh, he's a full step. Yeah, and he was seven foot. And they're like, "Come on, Reggie, not again, man, not again." <laughs> Reggie, you're the not only again. seven foot person I know. Right, and Reggie's um, like, "No, this ain't me. This ain't me. <laughs> this ain't me." So you really did pull that scene directly from his life? Y- yes, they pulled that directly from. That was one of the first. Folklore tales that they would tell you back in the 70s when you got to the league. They tell you the story about Reggie Harding and, and, the, and the ski mask robbing the liquor store at seven feet. And, the, you know, this ain't me. And so that was one of the first things that you heard. And it was funny back in the day. It's a funny story. But when you look at the background and do a little bit more digging in terms of his history, it's actually a sad story. He wound up getting shot on the streets of Detroit, I think at about 30 mm. years old, oh, 1972. Man. And so the same, Damn. so same streets that he couldn't get away from that that derailed his career wound up uh, leading to his undoing. Spent time in prison, Jackson Prison in Michigan for two or two or three years for armed robbery and a bunch. He was robbing a bunch of dope houses where he would buy dope, and oh, uh, mm, they got, they got to the point where they got so pissed off at him because they knew it was him, seven feet with a ski mask. That uh, he came up to a dope house to, house to rob it, and uh, two shotgun blasts hit him in both legs, and he was hospitalized. Oh. It's just a crazy, crazy life that, uh, wow, colorful, crazy life that uh, crossed paths with a lot of great, great uh, NBA all timers. So it's really a fascinating story. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Somebody needs to buy that screenplay post haste. I agree. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's appropriate, like that, that you're on uh, our anniversary episode. You, you are somebody who still can dunk and. Yeah, you know, so you still have the mad boosties that you had in your career. I still have the same ability to dunk that I had in my career, uh, mm. which is which is none. Um, I was not, <laughs> but I can still, I think, touch the bottom of the net. Uh, so uh, we, in that way, we are similar. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, can, I, you, can you talk about that? Like you, you dunk. Is it every every year on your birthday? You get well, out just, there. And, my son Josiah, king of NBA Twitter. Yes, uh, we John should is. say that. King Josiah, he. He brought the idea to me the year that Blake Griffin jumped over the Kia. Oh, I yeah. About, I was about like 54, 55 years old at the time. And, you know, could dunk really easily back then. And so we could buy, we got some matchbox cars or something. Um, you know, I jumped over one to, 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 you know, I'm doing the same thing, Blake, I'm going to jump over a car. Yeah. And that kind of, that created a monster. So every year after that, I'm 67 now. So for the last 13 years, Every year, he's like, come on, Dad, we got to do it. 
gotta do it. I'm like, Joe, Joe, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm only, I only, I only dunk once a year on my birthday, <laughs> around my birthday. I never tried any other time, so I don't know if I could do it or not. And uh, yeah. got some got some hip issues, so this year was a little, you know, a little challenging. But uh, I was able to pull it off, and uh, we got it done. So, uh, but uh, next year, I'm not sure. I may have a hip replacement done by that time. So, this may this may have been the last one, but it's been fun. It, it, what it does is, man, it keeps me in shape, keeps me working out, gives me something to shoot for, a goal to shoot for, to stay in, stay in reasonably good shape at 67 years old. So I work out six times a week, uh, six days wow. a week. And I mean, nothing, you know, like an hour and 10 minutes, nothing crazy, but just enough to, to stay in reasonably good shape. So it, it, it's been the impetus for that. So that's been a good thing, good positive behind it. Hey, well, I give you credit because uh, you're doing something at 66 that I, I wasn't able to do at 36. So yeah. <laughs> power to appreciate that. Yeah, so I mean, let, let's talk about the current NBA, the purported subject of the of this podcast. Uh, you get an up close and personal look at uh, the Bucks, and I feel like they are a lot of uh, smart people's pick for for the title this year. There's actually an interesting conversation happening around Giannis with uh, Isaiah this week. I'm not sure if you if you saw this. No, I haven't. Tell me about it. Well, actually, it's from earlier in the year. It was basically, okay. sur- it was surrounding the conversation with Giannis where people were saying he might struggle in the 80s. He would come off the bench in the 80s or 90s or whatnot. Charles Oakley in particular. Charles yeah. Oakley in particular. And and Zeke, you know, the, to his credit, I'll paraphrase it. He basically was saying, hey, guys, you guys need to be quiet because he would dominate in the 80s. We've never seen anything like him come into our league. Uh, you know, and, and, and basically he's one of, He's one of the quote unquote old heads that definitely shows love. So I'm interested. How do where do you you see him up close and personal? You've seen him, you know, for the the bulk of his career, definitely, you know, the, the great moments. How do you think Giannis would fare? No, man. I mean, greatness transcends eras. And sure. greats will figure out how to excel in different eras. And, and that goes both ways. And so, you know, people talk about how we couldn't have played in today's NBA from the 80s and 90s and then guys from, from even 70s. I mean, but the great players would figure things out with me. They like to point to my three-point field goal percentage. Well, I, that's why I like cleaning the glass because they they don't count heaves and in-the-quarter shots and all that. <laughs> Bulk of my stuff was in the shot clock, in the quarters, uh, those types of threes. And so, you know, but, but you know, if I'd have worked on a three-point shot, I'd shoot 37, 38%. I, I know that hands down. But, but when Giannis... That, yeah, that bugs me. Now, now, people are coming around. Charles Barkley calls him the greatest player on the planet, so that, that that's a, a definite mm-hmm. uh, feather in Giannis's cap to have that happen. I mean, I remember James Harden coming out and saying he wishes he was seven feet and all he had to do was dunk. Giannis <laughs> is an acquired taste. Yeah. And, mm. and um, you know, watching him when I first got to the Bucks eight years ago, he was coming off a season where he averaged about 16 a game, seven, eight rebounds. I didn't know if he would be a solid NBA player for the next 10 years at that time, 18, 19, topping out at that, or would he be an all-star? I certainly didn't think he would be this this, this transcendent player who would be a two-time MVP that would drop a 50-piece in a closeout finals game. I didn't think that. I didn't. It just didn't look like he was on that trajectory in terms of his um, – his skill package and uh, just just didn't look like he was going to be that kind of a guy, but that's where his background, his motivation, his inspiration, his diligence to, to working out, his 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 desire to be the best 
that's where all that comes into play. And I saw that early. I saw, yeah. him, have great, I saw him have great games, and I'd see a, a shadowy figure after he had, he'd had a great game, and we won. Uh, running through a crowd of people at uh, right after the game in, in, in ten degree below weather in Milwaukee, and I'm thinking to myself, who is that crazy brother right there with the t- <laughs> with the t shirt and the and the cut off sweats? What is he doing? Then I look closer, man, that's Giannis. Where the hell is he going? Watch him; he's going to the practice facility across the street to work on his free throws. Wow. And, and, and it's genuine. It's not, that's just who forty plus point games. We have a flight to another city that night on a team plane. He's sitting in the back of the plane with uh, Sean Sweeney, the assistant coach at the time for the Bucks, uh, going over film and video in terms of what he could have done better, even though he just dropped 40 points on that opponent that night. That's Giannis. I mean, and so um, he could have played in any era. He is such a unicorn is the popular way of describing a guy like him. Think about it. He's seven feet, 250, so he's strong enough to kind of withhandle, uh, withstand the pounding uh, back in the day. But he's also got this, his, his separator is this handle. He's able to get to where he wants to go with his ball handling like no other seven-footer. I'm trying to run my mind through the course of history to think if there's been a seven-footer that could handle like he could. Now, that's also, he's been a uh, product of his era because it's been encouraged for, and it's the European kind of mm-hmm. influence in the, in the NBA and the American game big men shooting outside shots back in the day. If you were a Jim McDaniels from Western Kentucky who averaged 30 a game in college, you get to the pros, you're soft because you shoot jumpers at seven feet. My mm-hmm. teammate at UCLA, Richard Washington, the most outstanding player in the NCAA tournament in 1975, 28 against Louisville, 28 against Kentucky. Great jump shooter, 6'11". He got to the league, you're soft. Get your big <laughs> inside. Pound it, pound it inside. That's, that's for the small forwards and guards to shoot the jump shots. So it's a different era, and so there is a more more of a of a premium put on big men to stretch for that can knock down jumpers, and so that 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 helps him. But you know, he just knows how to play, how to score. His finishing is so much better than I've ever seen it before this year. But his ability to handle the ball, to get to his spots, and he studied defenders and knows how to attack angles and, and body position to draw fouls. And even though he's shooting. 65, 66% from the free throw line. A lot of guys would back off and get into the free throw line because of that. He embraces the challenge and gets to the free throw line even more. Probably shooting more yeah. free throws this season than he's ever shot. So that's his mindset. It's just different, which I think would transcend any era yeah. and, and lead to his success. All right. That has been our Mad Boosties Best of 2023 wrapped. Um, yeah, and we'll be back next week with all new episodes and happy 2024. When you drive a vehicle so reliable, it's backed by a 10 year, 100,000 mile limited warranty. You stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. 
So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.